This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Here's your host, Cleon Wall. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust, the team that you trust tonight is the BYU Cougars. They beat Fresno State 85-56. to BYU now 7-0 on the season, 19th-ranked team in the nation. Let's get to what I liked and what I didn't like about this game. There's not much not to like, so let's just get to first what I did like, what BYU did after the half. They adjusted from shooting long three-pointers three, points, three, three pointers, excuse me, to passing and cutting to the basket. It looked pretty. They... They noticed what they did in the first half, and they said, we've got to get back to fundamentals. We've got to get back to going to the basket. And that's exactly what they did in the second half, and it served them well starting out that second half. What else I liked? Spencer Johnson, low post threat. I love that they're using him as a guy close to the basket who can score and pass from the low post. I love how they double-teamed him. Fresno State double-teamed him during the game, and he was able to find people open around the court. Spencer Johnson, 9 for 12 from the field, 22 points in this game. He also had five assists in this game. Putting the pressure on Fresno State and finishing strong. Cougars were up by 13 at the half. Their lead was hovering around like 14 to 16 points you know, it, it, near the start of that second half. But the Cougars put the pressure on Fresno State, turned defense into offense, and then they extended their lead. And as we said, they won by 29 tonight. You know, we've heaped a lot of praise on Jackson Robinson. He deserves that praise. I don't know what else you can say about him. He was so streaky last season. So let's enjoy how hot he is playing right now. His weakness is, is finishing drives near the basket. Yes, he's had some amazing dunks this season, but sometimes driving to the basket for Jackson is an adventure. But again, let's celebrate the fact that he's shooting so well right now. And I kind of like that he's not showboating when he's making these three-pointers. He just gets back on defense. And he also has a big smile on his face at least a few times during the game. It's not like he's devoid uh, uh, of any feeling out there. And I like the fact that he's coming off the bench and he's doing this. He was 9-17 from the field. Six of those nine makes were from three-point land. He ends up with 24 points in this game. He also had a couple of assists. And he also had uh, two rebounds in this game. Um, I also like that they scored a lot of easy baskets off turnovers. We, we saw that in the first half. We saw that in the second half. So it was nice to see that BYU kept that up in the second half. Things I didn't like. Actually, you know what? I could nitpick, but I won't. A nice solid win for BYU over Fresno State. By the way, BYU fans, um, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50 on the app or at papajohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. Coming up next, one Cougar team moves on, another is coming home. Your final score tonight, BYU 85, Fresno State 56. More Cougar postgame live comes your way next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Cougar Halftime Live with Cleon Wall on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. BYU wins big over Fresno State at the Delta Center, 85-56. to Their next game comes up on Tuesday against Evansville. 
NCAA Soccer College Cup, before we tell you the score of BYU and Stanford, what an amazing win BYU had last weekend. They were down 3 to nothing to North Carolina. They score four goals in the second half and move on to the College Cup semifinals by beating North Carolina 4-3. to They went down early in this match, too, to Stanford 2 to nothing, and Stanford makes it stick. Cardinal 2, BYU nothing. Cardinal hasn't had anyone score more than two goals on him this year, so good for BYU. They made it to the College Cup semifinal. They are going to come home. Stanford is now going to play Florida State in the College Cup final. NCAA volleyball tournament first round. BYU sweeps Weber State 3-0. They win 25-16, 25-16, and 27-25. Cougars play tomorrow night against Arizona State in the second round. That match will be at the Smith Fieldhouse. Two college football games, well, one is still going on. The one is final. The Pac-12 championship game, the last one at least that we know about right now, unless somehow the Pac-12 reforms again. Uh, But the Pac-12 championship game going on right now, Washington was up in this game 20-3 to with about two minutes left to go in the first half. Oregon then has scored 21 straight points. And they took a 24-20 to lead. Washington has just scored again. They're now up 27-24, 12-23 left to go in that game. 24th-ranked Liberty hosting New Mexico State in the Conference USA Championship. Liberty wins 49-35. They remain unbeaten. 13-0, perfect regular season. Didn't play one P5 team, though. Uh, this season. College basketball, number one ranked Purdue. Uh, they are losing right now 71-70 to at Northwestern. 324 left to go in that game. Uh, it is the Big East Big 12 battle. Kansas, fifth-ranked team in the nation, hosting UConn. Kansas right now up 66-60, just under a minute to go in that game. Sixth-ranked Houston beat Xavier at Xavier tonight, 66-60. After the break, we'll send you back to the Delta Center for more Cougar Post Game Live with Jason, Mark, and Richie Saunders. BYU beats down Fresno State 85-56. This is the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU gets the win, 85-56 over Fresno State. They improved to 7-0. and Before we talk with Richie Saunders, let's quickly pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. Welcome back to the Delta Center, home of the Utah Jazz. Tonight, however was the home of the BYU Cougars, and I I mean that because this place uh, sounded like the Marriott Center, and we're happy to be joined by our Waystar star of the game, Waystar simplifying healthcare payments. Learn more at waystar.com. He is Richie Saunders. Richie, we were talking about that a second ago. We were talking about the crowd, and you said, man, this place was nuts tonight. It was actually so awesome. We we hour away, we have the student section completely full. We got this whole place just full. Like, what an amazing thing. Like that, I, like, that means a lot, honestly. Well, and you guys had said earlier in the week, 
you had some a little bit of payback. Not necessarily Fresno State, but the last time you were on this court, you guys lost to South Dakota State, and I know that stuck with you for a year. So to be able to come out and have this type of performance, how much did it mean in terms of that? You know, big redemption. Um, it's, you know, like that was a really hard thing for all of us. Um, and just to be able to see, I don't know, where we are now versus last year, like it, it means a lot. Of course, it's a young season, but we're grateful that we could come back here and um, get a little redemption. Well, Richie, another great job tonight. You know you're my favorite, right? And I like watching you play, and I just like the way this team plays together. And a big part of your success, in my view, is the play of guys coming off the bench. 42 bench points again tonight. You averaged 39. That's amazing. Uh, how important it is is it for, for you coming off the bench with your guys knowing uh, that you can come in and there's no drop-off at all and this team can continue to roll uh, whoever's on the court right now for you guys? You know, like that's it's really awesome, right, to be able to not have just this top five, starting five, and then a big drop-off. Um, I don't feel like that's a functional team, and I'm super grateful that I can be a part of a team that um, just with any combination of people on the floor that we can – run and we can play hard and do what we do turnovers were such a big part of this game tonight first and foremost you guys only turned the ball over seven times which is fantastic but you forced 21 turnovers and scored 36 points off of those 21 turnovers what was the mindset coming in was this a team that you knew you could you could have that type of success or what went into you guys being so dominant in turning the forcing them to turn the ball over um, to, real quick, to bring it to not turning the ball over, you know, like this, we know that that's what they do. They do a really good job of a great staff of teaching great gaps. And so if you drive the ball and they're going to come at you. But, um, you know, to be able to, like, just do what we do. Yeah. Um, again, like I already said that, but, like, if we do what we do, that's what we're going to have. Um, it doesn't matter if it's Fresno State, if it's um, Utah, if it's Kansas, it doesn't matter because what we do is we have team defense and which includes um, getting our hands in the passing lanes and creating those turnovers. We need them, honestly. Richie, the second game, for the most part, where you you come into the game without Fusini Traore, we all know how important he is to this team, but uh, serendipitously, Ali Khalifa able to play and plays well. Five assists tonight from the big guy. It's fun to watch him play. What does he bring to the table when he's out there on the floor for you guys? You know, like, um, he sees the court at a different level. Um, especially for a big, it's super awesome to play, and it's fun to be able to um, be in a spot where you know if you cut hard, like, he's going to find you. Um, it changes the game, and, you know, we need everybody to step up because um, one of our leaders is out. And so um, and the, the expectation, and there's no doubt in my mind that that's what Ollie will do. Richie, uh, before we let you go, I just want, what does 7-0 mean to you guys right now? Is it just a number, or what What does that What does that mean? Yeah, y- yes and no, because it is just a number, because we still have, what, 25 other games. Um, but, you know, we're um, super grateful for the success we've had, and, um, you know, we're not, we're in no position to let it go to our heads, right? Like, you can come and be 7-0 and then lose the next 25 games, but... Um, again, if we do what we do, this is what will happen. Um, and the adversity will come. Like, we'll have adversity in the season. But, you know, like, if we continue to do what we need to do, then um, our success will, will happen, right? Yeah.
Well, Richie, we appreciate you coming up here. It's like I, I joked with you, you're going to get your steps in coming up all the way up here to uh, to do the interview. But uh, congratulations on the performance. Congratulations on the win and being 7-0. and And up next here comes Evansville, so we'll, uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. Hey, thank you, guys. There we go. That's Richie. It's Richie Saunders. We'll take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, hope to have the head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope, as BYU improves to 7-0, and and they get the victory 85-56 over Fresno State on the new skin, BYU Sports. It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Welcome back to the Delta Center. BYU victorious over Fresno State, 85-56. to Jason Shepard and Mark Durant, the head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope, is uh, finishing up with the general media here in downtown Salt Lake City. So we'll have him coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, If you uh, have not heard, just tuning in, unfortunately, the season for BYU women's soccer came to an end tonight. Uh, Stanford defeating BYU 2-0, and uh, both of the goals were scored very early. In fact, within the first eight minutes, uh, the Cardinal were on top of the Cougars, and the BYU season comes to an end. But certainly congratulations to Jennifer Rockwood, uh, her entire coaching staff, all of the players for a fantastic season. One of the great all-time teams in BYU women's soccer history, unfortunately, came to an end tonight against Stanford in Cary, North Carolina. As for BYU women's volleyball, the first round of the NCAA tournament, they were taking on Weber State at Smithfield House tonight. And congratulations to Heather Olmstead and her team as they sweep Weber State in three straight sets. So, uh, but it was a fun one here, Mark. Uh, BYU. We were talking with Richie, and you know, one of one of the things that you know he he said, "There's so many other guys that probably should have been up here," and uh, that's that's kind of the mentality this team has. Is it, there's there's not a lot of ego with this. This this is a this is a team that has a really good vibe around it, and I think you're starting you see that translate onto the court. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a little private moment with Richie, just how much he loves these guys. And, and the guys that we've had on the show after, it's always been about the team. And if you can maintain that attitude, this team will really go far. And it's going to be a challenge. When you have success, it brings in some other issues that you have to guard against and you have to be ready for team's best games at you. And, uh, you know, it's it, it, it's uh, – and again, you know, they're, and they're going to have, like Richie said, they're going to have some tough times too. Yep. And and can that bond withstand the tough times? That's really when it's tested. But we'll, we'll see. But I, you know, you talk about the best locker room in America. So far, what I've seen, it's pretty evident that BYU has a, an excellent locker room. The guys really care about each other, and it's not about one guy uh, being a superstar. It's everybody contributing. All right, Mark Pope will join us when we come back. BYU gets the win, 85-56 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Jason Shepard. Welcome back to the Delta Center. Head coach Mark Pope will be joining us shortly. 
BYU gets the win, 85-56. Cougars improve to 7-0 and on the season. And I thought that was an interesting you know, comment from, from Richie. It's like you, you don't want to downplay it because you're 7-0, and but you also you know, want to make sure that, uh, that you're not putting so much stock that, uh, that you don't prepare like you have for all these other games. And I, I thought that was an important thing that Richie said. Yeah, you want to be proud of the fact that you're 7-0 and and that you're you know, top 20 team, but you need to play like you're still, you know, uh, picked at the bottom of the conference and you have something to prove. You don't want to kind of let up off the gas, take your foot off the gas, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And like I said before, there's challenges uh, when you're winning uh, basketball games, like when you're losing basketball games. There are different challenges and, and – uh, you know, you you go next week. You have Evansville, and then you have to go to Utah and play a true road game, and that'll be a big game. It's a big in-state rivalry game, and that Utah team will be chomping at the bit to get at you because of what you've done so far. And every every game you win from this point on is going to put a bit bigger target on your back. So you better be ready to go. And and there there'll be some real challenges with winning, just like there is with losing. And uh, this this team certainly answered the call tonight and come out didn't take Fresno State lightly uh, came out and played very hard and continued to, to play the dominant style of basketball we've seen I've never seen we've seen BYU win games but I've never seen BYU dominate the games the way they have it's just it's been a, a butt kicking so far for BYU's opponents this year well and the other thing that's been really impressive and I think we saw a perfect example of it tonight was that it was both ends. It wasn't just BYU's offense stepping up and getting hot. The defense was just as impressive as the offense was, and that's one of the things Coach Pope is making his way up the stairs and will join us in just a second. It's one of the things that I want to ask him about. What was more impressive to him, the, the offense or the defense? Because we talk about those turnovers. I mean, that the turnovers, that, that was the story tonight. Well, that's the great thing, the fact that you can ask him that, that it's, it's not a one-dimensional team. It's not a team that, that shoots a lot but doesn't rebound or doesn't play defense. They do everything well, and that's why you're seeing this the dominant fashion that BYU's winning this game because they just don't have any weaknesses uh, right now in their game. Head coach Mark Pope is making his way up to the broadcast location here. He's got a, he's got a big smile on his face despite all the stares, so that's, that's a good sign, right? Yeah, you're going to run as soon as this broadcast over. You're going to run the stairs, aren't you? Yeah, I'll, I'll do some stairs after this is over. <laughs> yeah, it's always happy when you win. Winning is good. Winning is fun. Absolutely. Head coach Mark Pope is now with us. He's going to put the headset on, and uh, and we'll ask him that question that I uh, posed just a second ago with BYU. He, obviously, he might need a, a minute to catch his breath. Yeah, you need you need a second to catch your breath after all those uh, no. stairs. I'm fine, guys. <laughs> I'm in great shape. I'm a well well conditioned athlete. Okay, so I, I, this is Mark and I were just talking about this. And first of all, congratulations to Team Seven and Zero. What what an accomplishment to start this season. What was more impressive to you? Was it the offense or was it your defense tonight? Because both were impressive. Yeah, um, um, you know, right now we're we're making progress in both spaces, and I'm really proud of that. This is. Um, you know, uh, it's um, this is a team that was a little bit wounded coming in. They're a better team than they're playing right now. Uh, you know, they had dropped two in a row. I'm sure you guys have talked about that. Games that, you know, when they find themselves, they're not going to drop those games, and, and, and they cause problems. They got unbelievable size up front. They have three guards that are, you know, really, really, really skilled, and, and so I was proud of our defensive effort. Um, 
I was proud of the way we finished cuts and passed the ball on offense and kind of stayed on our toes against the press. The press never really had any impact on us other than maybe just slowing the game down just a little bit. Um, so I was proud of both sides. Really what I'm, I'm most proud about is, is – um, our guys are fighting right now to stay focused on the things that are making them successful. We're seven games into the season, and every game and every extra day of practice, whether you win or lose, whether things go good or bad, it adds distraction. It, and so by the end of the season, you just have this whole uh, you know, landslide of distraction. And our guys have done a nice job um, experiencing a little bit of success and, and not being distracted and being focused on the things that make them good. Coach, part of that distraction, I imagine, is you know, dealing with different injuries. Fusini obviously not playing tonight. Ali Khalifa getting back into the swing of things. I'm just curious, when, when you have kind of two different type of big men, that how does the offense change when you have Ali Khalifa? Yeah. In there? Obviously, Fus is a dominant post player, and Ali is magical with the ball on the perimeter. But do you actually have to change anything, or do you just plug them in and let them do – the different things that they do? Um, we lean different directions. We, we lean in totally different directions. So, you know, with Foos, probably his, you know, his impact on us offensively really starts um, and ends. Uh, it doesn't end, but it starts heavily on finding him post catches, on getting him uh, roll and seals, which would have been so helpful for us tonight. If you saw the first half, uh, they ended up a lot of times in a, in a, in a, in a, like a, a, week, a down and weak drop where – Dallin kind of got downhill. He's in the paint. Now it's one-on-one against 35. And what Foose is so gifted at, is what he's mastered, is rolling right into that big and allowing Dallin to make a second move or get that really short pass post punch, right? So we lost that whole component of the game, and that's painful for us um, because it's something we rely on. It's a comfortable place for us. It's something that our guys are really good at. So, you know, it's 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 a it's a screen driving line seal game. That's what that's how we normally attack uh, an, a defense that's set up this way. And we, we just don't really have that in Arsenal with with Atiki and and Ali. But um, clearly, Ali brings uh, just this. You know, I, I mean, I, I've been saying this for a couple months. And I think people are starting to believe me. He's the best passing seven foot uh, player in college basketball. And I actually don't even think it's close. And he actually adds, I think we talked about this after last game, he adds another third to our offense, literally that much. Um, We do so much action away from the ball, and we do so much to get open catches. And all of that kind of ends if you can blow us up at the point of contest, right? Whether it's a ball screen or a handoff, if you can blow us up there, we kind of, you know, in, in the past we've died there. But, but Ali, if our guys finish their cuts, it opens a whole other third of the offense. And we saw that four or five times tonight. A uh, couple times we finished uh, the play and, and a few times we didn't. But it just makes you so dangerous. All of a sudden now I'm kind of thinking if I was game planning against us, I'd be like, I actually don't know exactly what I would do. Um, and, and so he really brings a special space there. Coach, I don't know if it's possible, but is there any way that we could add a three-point NBA three-point line at the Marriott Center? Because Jackson Robinson looked super comfortable shooting uh, well beyond the NBA three tonight. Yeah, uh, like the last 15 minutes, Jacks kind of looked like he was just playing a summer league game, didn't he? <laughs> He's just like, I'm going to just cast it from anywhere, and it's going to go in, and there we go. I think everyone was so disappointed when he finally missed one. He's just like, um, but he, um, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of Jax because Jax is actually, you know, there's times when you – Everybody watches Jax where it looks like things are so effortless. 
But he was incredibly ball strong tonight. I, I was really proud. I was really proud of the whole team. But off the bounce, he was really ball strong. Uh, he was finishing cuts defensively, with the exception of one egregious possession. Um, I thought his effort and his intensity, his focus was really, really good. I thought his effort was great. He played great tonight. Coach, I'm just curious. You know, we talk about challenges when a team is losing and concerns, but is, is there a different set of challenges when you are 7-0, and your team's playing well? Are there any things you have to guard against or any, you know, teams will be gunning for you? I mean, what concerns does having success – I mean, it's good to have the concerns, but what concerns having success bring to you as a coach? Man, I wish we had a five-hour segment right now. <laughs> I'm really – you know, so we've talked about the squad a little bit, um, and – you know, they, you know, I'm so hungry to become a better coach, and they are helping me become a better coach. And I'm, I, I'm, my gratitude is overflowing for, for uh, you know, for, for these four gentlemen. Uh, they're, they're essentially donating their time. They're at every practice, every meeting. They meet with me. Now it seems like we're meeting four times a week. And, um, and, and that's actually one of the things is super interesting. I'll be really transparent here because I think it's worth it. Um, so we – Beat San Diego State. Uh, we beat um, Southeast Louisiana, and we're going to the Morgan State uh, game. And we are like we're we've surprised people, and we are um, you know we're winning, and and it feels good, and nobody thought it was going to feel good, and 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 um, we go into the Morgan State game, and we had, we you know they had helped me do a whole pregame. We've changed our whole pregame mentality. Our whole day of game mentality is philosophy has totally changed, courtesy of the squad. And it's it's so foreign to me. You know, it's not it's different than the way I was brought up. It's different the way that I was trained. It's different the way that I was coached. Um, and so what what was interesting is before this Morgan State game, talking about success, um, I I we kind of had a shoot around that was a little bit more anxious and a little bit more intense um, and a, a little bit of misplaced intensity than we had up to that point in the season. And uh, Michael Larson, who who is uh, no no no, it wasn't Michael. Uh, it was uh, Scott Baldwin um, was at shoot around, and apparently he alerted the other members of the squad. He's like, "Oh man, coach is a mess right now. We got to save him." Like literally, that's kind of the conversations that go on. And and then we spent, uh, you know, we we won that game by forty points, but um, but um, Chad and and uh, I think it was Chad and Michael sat with me after the game till midnight, just talking about. Um, how we can do this different. Okay, that's a long build-up to, to what I think is super important. Um, and that is that, um, you know, I think it's an age-old adage in coaching that when things are going good, you want to jump ahead of what you think could happen, which is your guys get complacent, they start to take things for granted, and so you try and ramp up the intensity and do all these things. And, and actually, most of the time, it doesn't work. Um, you know, most of the time, you just reach a ceiling. And it's actually very, very counterproductive. So we are working so hard right now on focusing every day not on irrational forecasting about like this is going to happen or this always happens or these are the dangers or whatever. We're trying to use all of our experience um, and, and, and coach our guys that way, but not irrationally forecast and just stay focused on the task. And, and that's what our guys did so well tonight. Our guys 
focused on the defensive end of the ball. They focused on rebounding. They focused on communicating. They focused on all the things that are bringing them success. They didn't focus on this. Could, if we win this game, it's going to be the best start we've had in 12 years. Or, you know, we're ranked now and we want to protect our ranking. Or, you know, so-and-so is scoring so many points, and if I want to get drafted, i got to score this many points. Like, our guys were beautiful about just staying focused on the task at hand and and. That's a battle we'll continue to fight, but I love it. So that's a super long answer, but but I'm telling you, it's it's been a transformational uh, um, change for us, and and I like it. I think our guys like it. I think it gives us uh, the the I give I think it gives us a way higher ceiling. We're not going to deep six ourselves because of the added pressure of winning. I mean, ultimately, that's the way I want to respond to your question. We all sense this added pressure of winning, but we're not. We're going to stay focused on the things that are making us successful and leave all the irrational forecasting aside. All right, last thing before we let you go. It brings us to our, our economics partner's valuable stat of the game, BYU's accounting program, nationally ranked. So it's no surprise one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. And I'm going right to the turnovers, Coach. You guys scored 36 points on 21 forced turnovers on Fresno State. To me, that was the game tonight. Yeah. I'm going to give uh, some shout-outs to my two assistants. So um, Cody Fieger's mission, uh, his mission this offseason with the help of Keegan Brown and the rest of the staff was to find a way for us to protect this ball better. We actually had a little bit of success late in the season last year, but we were just a turnover sieve. So for us to be four in the first half and three in the second half in an up-and-down game against a team that prides themselves on, you know, this is San Diego State. You know, coach is a San Diego State disciple. I mean, they, they, they implement a lot of defensive schemes that San Diego State does. And for us to be at seven was was great. And so major kudos to our guys and Coach Fieger for leading that charge. And then on the flip side, Coach Cahill, uh, Fennell, um, is kind of taking over the reins of the defensive side of, of, of this ball. And, um, you know, he, he came uh, this summer and was like, hey, you know, I, I really think going facing the competition we're going to do, um, we probably can't just be solid. Like, we've always been a race to be solid every possession. He's like, we got to change it up. And, you know, he's our guys have really responded. He was masterful tonight at um, at changing up the defense at the right times and staying with the defense at the wrong times. We threw three different presses out there, a zone defense and, and three different ball screen coverages and two different uh, post-catch coverages. And um, I thought our guys responded unbelievably so uh, huge credit to those guys for for winning uh, the turnover battle not just in terms of the points scored off of turnovers but also it was 23 to 7 or 21 to 7 I think, 21 turnovers. to 7 and so that's a, that's a huge number for us man it's really important that we stay in that space for us to have a chance to compete well coach we uh, we appreciate the time thank you so much uh, congratulations on another win and we'll we'll see you tuesday against evansville hey, i'm sorry this gym was fire how about that like i'm talking about the entire like you know we cut we, we love coming here i have not been in this place where the entire lower bowl and up into the upper bowl was full like cougar nation man thank you guys it means so much that you guys are turning out i just can't tell you how great we are it makes us really special coach thanks we'll see you on tuesday thanks guys there we go that's the head coach of the byu cougars mark pope and that's going to do it for our broadcast uh fun night here at the delta center in downtown salt lake city byu getting the win 85 to 56 want to thank everybody back in our byu radio studios for keeping us on the air they always do a fantastic job so appreciate him want to thank cleon wall for 
handling the studio duties for me tonight as I was filling in for Greg Rubel. For my broadcast partner, Mark Durant, my name is Jason Shepard. Our next broadcast coming your way tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Mountain Time. It is BYU Women's Basketball at number 12, Utah. I'll have the call for you again at 7 o'clock tomorrow night right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. So until then, my name is Jason Shepard. BYU gets the win, 85-56. Up next, a game Tuesday against Evansville. Until then, we'll talk to you later. Cougs get the win on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go Cougars. You've been listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by All Pro Capital, Real Estate Investments, by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Brought to you by Ken Garth, we hear you. And by Smith's Food and Drug, proud partner of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Shane Reese, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.